It's my joy and pleasure to be here this morning and sharing what the Lord has led me to share with you all today. Uh, as I was uh, meditating a few days ago, uh, the verse that repeatedly came to my mind was, uh, you know, Proverbs uh, 16, 9. Uh, a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Uh, when Samson asked me to speak, actually I was uh, pondering on what to speak on and uh, uh, the daily meditation, uh, you know, uh, from the beginning of the Bible, I had uh, just come up to uh, uh, Proverbs and that's the time I was uh, uh, meditating upon uh, Proverbs. And uh, the Lord very clearly uh, spoke to me uh, and uh, led me to speak on the topic, how does God guide our steps? And that is how I uh, chose this uh, topic for the day. Um, so it's so very right that we uh, plan our ways. You know, usually we plan our uh, ways and uh, planning, actually, if you look at it, it's an integral part of the uh, principles of management. I mean, in uh, management studies, we uh, one of the papers that we do in the first semester itself is uh, principles of management, which takes you to the basics of uh, management. Uh, so, uh, most of us uh, are managing our own businesses, are managing trusts, are working as uh, professionals. So, this uh, principles of management, actually, the, uh, the popular book uh, was written by Coons and Old O'Neill, uh, actually Harold uh, Coons and Cyril uh, Old O'Neill. And um, you'll find that the book uh, is an analysis of uh, managerial functions. If you look at it, it's a... It's all about uh, managerial functions that would lead to the success of uh, managing a business or, uh, or an entity. Uh, so the managerial function that's considered to be part of foremost importance is uh, planning, among others uh, that would follow like, uh, for instance, uh, organizing, staffing, coordinating, directing, controlling, etc. So if you look at it, planning comes first. I mean, uh, so it's very natural for uh, all of us to plan what we uh, want to do. Uh, at times of crisis or at times of, uh, uh, you know, uh, forward uh, thinking, we, uh, you know, put them uh, on paper and say that, okay, this is what uh, we need to plan. Uh, and when it comes to the execution of plans, uh, you know, we always uh, think about the execution of plan, plan <coughs> in, terms of, uh, in terms of project management. You know, we use uh, various techniques, techniques like uh, critical path method or uh, PERT, uh, which is uh, program evaluation and uh, review technique, or uh, we use Gantt chart. Uh, and uh, uh, that's basically to help us complete uh, projects on time, using steps to control time for each activity with hinge factors and defined responsibilities. That's, that's how uh, we do. So these are man's analysis of plans and steps to uh, take to manage businesses efficiently. Even in our personal life, we uh, do planning. Our, personal uh, uh, things that we do, our family matters, you know, we do, uh, we do such uh, planning. God knows that uh, uh, man plans all his ways in his heart, but if God does not guide his steps, he will end up in a, in a knot, which is an entire thing will become a zero if God is not there in <clears throat> those plans. And it is God who helps us uh, materialize those plans and he guides our steps. So, is it wrong uh, to make our plans? No, there's nothing wrong in making our own plans, but our plans have to be endorsed by God. So let's look at Proverbs 16, 1 to 3. Uh, 
Proverbs 16, 1 says, the preparations of the heart belong to a man, <clears throat> but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. So God plans and prepares, and because man is made in the image of God, it's the nature of man to make preparations of the heart. But the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. That's what the verse says. So when wisdom is given voice, it is from the Lord. That's beyond the preparations of a man's heart. We have experienced that in our own lives, haven't we? Haven't we known that God puts words in our mouths? I've often shared my own experiences of having felt inadequate a lot of times. But I've, when I've been on stage, God has taken me through many challenges to emerge successful. I mean, on stage means uh, the Disney shows, actors are reminded as they step out of their uh, green room, there are words written at the exit point and at the point of entry onto the stage for the Disney casts. You know? So it says, you are on stage. So when you are on stage, you are transforming into uh, the characters themselves. So when you are on stage, God speaks for you. But you need to do uh, a few things which will, uh, which will come uh, later to those points. Proverbs 16.2 says, All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. By instinct, we usually tend to justify ourselves or see our own ways as pure. Even some of the most criminal and violent people have thought themselves pure in their own eyes. Sometimes they try to justify. Sometimes circumstances make us uh, justify what we do is right. Even when we are wrong. I usually cite the example of the pedestrians in uh, Manhattan, New York. You know, US is a place where uh, traffic rules are followed and everything is followed to the T. And uh, when uh, people from the US come to India, I mean, um, they see bikes going here and there, jumping signals, and they usually make comments about, you know, what's happening <clears throat> in India. But if you go to Manhattan, New York, and all the cross streets of Manhattan, even when the signal is read for pedestrians, they continue to jump signals and walk across beyond any sensitivity to follow rules because uh, it's become an accepted norm <clears throat> because they're all in a hurry. You know, they want to get back uh, uh, to offices after lunch or rush up to offices or getting back home from offices and in a thickly populated area. So, so they tend to lose that sensi sensitivity. So that's what happens. So we kind of are sensitized that, you know, that, we, 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 are, we become insensitive to uh, those things to know that that is wrong uh, because of circumstances. So the second part of the verse says, the Lord weighs the spirits. So despite the constant self-justification of uh, man, God fairly and accurately weighs the spirits of all. God knows and he measures. So we also have to, you know, we also know that uh, a day comes when uh, we have to, we are measured and that is the judgment of the God uh, that comes. Coming to Proverbs 16.3. Come at your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. So every man should commit his work to the Lord. He should depend uh, on God in whatever they do. Man should do those works as unto the Lord. Every day, prayer at office would uh, help us commit our works to the Lord. I remember Nathan... Jaya and I used to pray in a pyramid group company, you know, where we worked in the late 90s and early 2000. 
So we used to commit all those things we were doing in our work. We used to pray for the people. We used to pray for the projects that we were doing. In fact, uh, you know, constructing the uh, India's first professional mall, and uh, uh, we used to pray for everybody who was working there to complete, especially the project on time to start uh, the commercial activities uh, as per schedule. So we used to commit all those things we were doing in our workplace, and we actually could see God's hand. Uh, in uh, what we did, we continued to do that for for a pretty pretty long time until, of course, uh, started our businesses and and uh, had to kind of split for travel. Similarly, I used to love the daily assemblies we used to have every day in our school. I studied in Saint John's uh, High School, Palimpote. That time it was a high school and a higher secondary school. These uh, morning assemblies used to last only for just fifteen minutes. It used to begin with the worship. I still remember. Uh, the song sung on each day of the week. Uh, then there used to be a brief Bible reading along with a uh, thought for the day expressed by a teacher following a prayer. One teacher would lead uh, uh, that prayer every day. <clears throat> then the assembly used to get dismissed and students used to go into the classrooms. Actually, this set the learning order for the day. I'm sure this continues in uh, Christian schools every day. So you get charged up and when you commit your ways to the Lord, when you commit... Uh, you know, uh, your, uh, the things that you're doing to the Lord, especially used to pray for uh, studies for uh, all the students. And it used to be a, a time of prayer. And God, I mean, started with God and uh, that spirit used to continue uh, the whole day. So the second part of the verse says, your thoughts will be established. So usually we think that, you know, committing our thoughts or plans to the Lord and committing our works to Him. But here... Uh, Solomon reverses the, that order and told us to first commit to our works and then trust that our thoughts and plans will be established. So and he talks about it in Colossians 3.23. It's a kind of culmination of man's ways as we see in Proverbs 16 and 17 where we see the reference to the highway of the upright in Proverbs 16 and 17. Uh, it says, uh, the highway of the upright is to depart from evil. He who keeps his uh, way preserves his soul. And um, that's a kind of a culmination that we see there. The upright uh, man knows that the path of his life, that's the highway, should move away from evil, not go towards it or go, go with evil. The second part says, he who keeps his way preserves his soul. So the one who walks well upon the right way will find his life preserved. He will stay away from the evil that may cost even uh, him his life and his soul. Nicky Gumbel, uh, an English Anglican uh, priest and author, is an, I mean, he uh, he's the one who developed the Alpha Course, a basic introduction to Christianity. And that's been uh, uh, in many Christian traditions. The, uh, I mean, um, uh, the Alpha Course is uh, there. So he tells us, uh, his real life incident in one of the classic alpha talks. And I love it because uh, that incident relates to, uh, relates to retail, which is supposed to be my industry. So Nikki says, I remember meeting a very old man whose nickname was Gibo. And uh, Gibo told me the story. He said he used to work as a clerk for Selfridges, uh, which is in London. And uh, he worked with uh, Gordon Selfridge, who started Selfridges. And uh, one time the telephone rang and he picked it up 
And the person said, could I speak to Gordon Selfridge? And uh, Gordon Selfridge was in the room. And so he called him and Gordon Selfridge said, tell him I'm out. And uh, Gibbo handed him the phone and said, you tell him, you are out. And Gordon Selfridge apparently was absolutely furious. But Gibbo said to him, look, if I can lie for you, I can lie to you as well. And I never will. At that moment, you know, transformation happened there. You know, Gibbo's career took a complete turn in, in Selfridges because uh, he became a person, you know, people needed to go to somebody who can trust. So people always went to him. He became a very significant person in, in Selfridges. So true, just as we see in Proverbs 21 and 29, as for the upright, he establishes his way. So number one, we need to pray and commit our plans to the Lord if we want him to guide our steps. <clears throat> and two, we have to be truthful to get God's guidance and leading in what we do. Number three, we ought to obey and do as God tells us to do. The skies may not open and pour out blessings directly. God would ask us to do a few things in order to get his blessings. The widow we see in the Bible when in debt after her husband's death was crying out and uh, that her husband who feared the Lord is dead and the creditors were coming to her to take her sons to be slaves to work for paying off the debt. So the prophet Elisha asks her, what shall I do for you? Tell me, what do you have in the house? She says, I have nothing but a jar, a jar of oil. And uh, all that she had was a small jar of oil, uh, something common which is there in everybody's house. Elisha told her to go and borrow as many jars as she could from her neighbors. He instructed her to pour her oil into them. It may have sounded crazy, you know, small ounce of oil and be asking her to, Elisha asking her to pour out gathering vessels from the neighborhood. What would have the neighbors thought? What would she have thought? And without asking any question, she just goes, she trusts, obeys, and witnesses uh, a miracle of multiplication. A bit of oil filled every vessel they had. And when she told the prophet, he instructed her to go and sell the oil, pay the debt, and live, off, live out of the rest of the money she had. So a tiny bit of oil was multiplied. So such worse moments of come for many post-COVID, uh, especially women's have come like that. God helps with what, which is just left with us, small things that are left with us. And he is willing to build on those small little things we are left with to bless us abundantly in future. But if we only obey him in complete trust, sometimes it may just be a talent or a skill in us that we are left with. And God may build on the talent to help you fine-tune that into your profitable business. Often, unwillingness to seek help can stem from pride, shame, or mismanagement of resources, or simply not trusting and surrendering to God or vulnerability. Our heart says yes, but our resources is depleted or non-existent, and we still won't ask for help. If the widow hadn't asked for help, she may not have received God's blessings. If she had not surrendered completely, she wouldn't have uh, got God's blessings. Number four, listen to God's call. Do not wander or waver from the way of the Lord. 
Proverbs 20, 24 says, a man's steps are of the Lord. How can a man understand his own way? For a man to understand his own way, he needs God's help. And Proverbs 21, 16 says, a man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. And that's the end of it. Peter responds with words of faith, Lord, if it's you, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus command to come, Peter walks on the water. But when he takes his eyes off Jesus, he begins to sink and cries out to the Lord for rescue. God reaches out to him, takes him by his hand, catches him up. And then he also chastises him for his little faith. Twice Peter asked Jesus with words of faith, calling him, Lord, trusting in Jesus. Come on to come, he was walking on water later. Then in peril, he cries out to Jesus as Savior. And even in the midst of his doubting, God rescues him. At the Lord's touch, the wind ceases and the boat with the disciples is safe. There's a small testimony that I have to share. We as a family have been praying to kind of close uh, the loan that uh, we had for the for a flat that uh, we had bought in Mumbai. And uh, we are all praying, you know, we have had a piece of, we have a piece of land in Coimbatore. So we said we'll uh, sell the Coimbatore land. So we're praying for the land to be sold, but uh, God's plans are higher, you know. I mean, uh, buyers would come and, uh, you know, for some reason it didn't materialize for a uh, for a long time. So, we in CBMC also have been kind of pondering over the thought that whether we should have house, the housing loans or not. So, it's not close that. Said so finally, okay. And uh, God had higher plans, you know. So, one of my part of uh, BF settlement of Punita, my wife, came recently with an unexpected increase uh, in the amount settled. We expected a smaller amount, but a larger amount uh, came and that was a blessing that came. We could raise enough money to settle the loan uh, without selling the land. So, God's plans are different. This happened pretty recently. And even other miracles happened. Uh, actually, when we got the documents back, uh, I mean, it's all God guided our steps in such a way that, you know, uh, everything kind of we, what we say in a layman's language fell in place. So, that's what God does. So often we may feel like how this poet does and just raise our hands in complete surrender to God to guide our steps. This is what a poet says. I don't know the way to go. I told the Lord today. He answered, that's the problem. You keep trying to find your own way. My thoughts are different from your thoughts. My ways are higher too. So you just need to take my hand and I'll see you safely through. So we just need to take God's hand and he will walk us through safely. And uh, may God bless these words and help us appropriate his will in our personal and uh, business lives. So we'll uh, end uh, with a prayer. Father God, I thank you Lord for this time of fellowship with you and thank you for helping us understand that our ways are Nothing in front of the plans that you have for us, Lord. We know that you are guiding us, Lord, and that we have seen and experienced your guidance, Lord. Help us, Lord, to be instruments to carry out, Lord, all that you intend for us, Lord. Lord, uh, help us to be also instruments to carry your word uh, to the many who haven't heard the good news yet, Lord. Help us walk with you, seek your guidance, so that our steps are directed by you. 
commit this week into your hands, Lord. Pray, Lord, that, uh, Lord, uh, this week uh, will be a blessed uh, week. We commit this week uh, to you, especially when the CPMC National Convention happens this week on the 25th instant, Lord. And we pray that uh, your will uh, will bless uh, uh, many through the anointed speakers of the conference, Lord. We submit all our ways to you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. As a prayer request for the land to be sold. I don't think I need to sell the land anymore because God provided for us without trying to sell the land. Thank you so much, brothers and sisters. God bless you all.